Good morning, ladies. Good morning, wives. Hallelujah. We serve an awesome God. We serve an amazing God. We serve a loving God, a kind God, a just God. We serve a faithful God. He's faithful every day. Every day that he keeps us, he's faithful. And I'm just super excited about God, y'all. This morning, I woke up with the scripture um, about uh, about a new day, excuse me. And as I was pulling it up, um, uh, let me see if I can go back and get it. Uh, Yeah. Um, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. And then I'm literally going to yield the floor because I want to give our Waiting While You Wait Wednesday host time to do what God has instructed her to do. So Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. I'm going to do it from, read it from the easy read Um, excuse me, the English Standard Version. It says, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I'm going to stop there because I need you all to understand what the word of God says. God says, I will do a new thing. Shall you not know it? Even if it doesn't look like anything is changing, God's word says, I will do a new thing. Shall you not know it? Trust God and trust the process that he has concerning you, your life, your situations, your circumstances, and your marriage. I'm going to yield the floor to Serena. Good morning, sis. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Welling, why we wait Wednesday. Welcome all you wives who wore. I want to just thank you for joining us this morning. Again, for those of you who don't know me, I am Serena. And I got a word this morning for not only you, but for myself. This morning, I want to just take a quick moment and just spend some time talking about standing when God is silent. I know I can't be the only person to have experienced God's silence. Um, In those times, we must not try to assist God. We got to remember to embrace the stillness and focus on letting God be God. So God doesn't need our help to fulfill his purposes and his plans for our lives. And we need to be reminded of that today. And he wants us to know in Psalms 130 verses five through six, it says, I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And his word, I put my hope. I wait for the Lord. More than a watchman wait for the morning. More than a watchman wait for the morning. 
I'm sure many of the choices that I've made in my past, in those silent times, trying to assist God, just maybe, just maybe may have delayed God's promises for my life. Do you possibly think that at any time during the stillness and the quietness that you've experienced or are experiencing now, that just maybe your assisting God has caused you to miss God's promise or to delay his promise? Ladies, let's be careful. Let's not move ahead of God. In Genesis 16, verses 1 through 4, we find that Sarah went ahead of God. It says, now Sarah, Abram's wife, had borne him no children, but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abram, the Lord has kept me from having children. Go sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agreed to what Sarah said. So after Abram had been living in Canaan 10 years, Sarah, his wife, took her Egyptian slave, Hagar, and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar and she conceived. And when she knew that she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Now, I know that was way back in the day, day, because I know like today that would never be the case. Any of us giving our husbands another wife. However, we don't want to go before God. She went before God. God, again, does not need our help, ladies. Don't make the same mistake that Sarah did when she thought that God needed her help. What a catastrophe. What a disaster it turned out. See Genesis 16 verses 1 through 4. But instead of going ahead of God and trying to help him out in our human mystic power, we're going to choose to fully experience and stay still in the still places and let God set it for you. Again, instead of moving and helping God in his decision and in the choices that he has for you, while you're in the middle of the stillness, in the middle of the quietness, choose to fully experience the still place. Let God set the scene for you. Don't try to help God and speed up the process. It's going to be issues. There is purpose in the process of standing in the stillness. Again, ladies, there is purpose in the process of standing still. Allow the process to take place. The still places prepare us for where we are going and where we have to go. Again, the still places prepares us for where we have to go. In those still places, it also teaches us faith and perseverance. It allows us to experience some things that we need to go through in order to get our desired, to our desired destination. Are you trying to go somewhere? Do you have a desired outcome? Or are you really prepared? Are you really ready? Ladies, in this still time, God is preparing us. So ask yourself, what do you do in the time between God laying a promise in your heart or speaking it over your life and then the moment that you actually walk into it? Let me ask you again. What do you do in the time between God laying a promise in your heart or speaking it over your life and the moment that you actually walk into it. Well, I'm glad that you asked because I'm going to tell you, you need to do four things. You're going to need to pause. You're going to need to pray and you're going to need to prepare and you're going to need to wait. Pause. Ladies, pause. 
take time to refocus knowing God's plans are always best. I know the situation isn't there. I know that it's painful, but take a moment. I know it knocked the wind out of you. I know it was totally unexpected, but it was not unexpected to God. There's nothing that takes him by surprise. Today, guess what? He's already been here. You know what? What's going to happen in the next two hours, three hours, 10 hours? He's already been there. There's nothing that's surprising to him. So stay steadfast, pause, and know that his plans are better for us. Then you want to pray. Now, prayer is a two-way conversation, and it consists of you not only talking, but you're listening. So not only do we have to listen, ladies, but we have to take the time to obey the instructions that are given to us from God during this time. And I can tell you firsthand, first experience, some of the things that you're going to hear, sis, you're going to be like, the devil is a liar. But I'm going to tell you that you is a liar because that's God. And yes, he's calling you to do the impossible. Yes, he's calling you to forgive. Yes, he's calling you to do some things that will take you out of your comfort zone. But Will you do it for him to get the glory? Will you do it for him to get the glory? Do you really want his perfect will for your life? So ladies, praying. Take time to talk, but take time to listen. And while you're listening, make sure that you're journaling. If you have to, journal down what the Lord tells us, because oftentimes the Lord will come and give us a word, and the enemy will come and snatch it just as quick as you got it. So sometimes you have to be reminded, ladies, of what God promises were and what he said to you, what what you're expecting. And then the next thing I want you to do is to prepare. You have to prepare. You're not only talking. I mean, you have to prepare. And in your equipping yourself, that's what we're doing is in the preparing. You're equipping yourself. You're equipping yourself spiritually, which is studying the word of God, speaking the word of God, praying and fasting. Ladies, you have to prepare. And we start with our spirit man first. Are you studying? Are you every day reading the word? Are you just reading the daily scripture and just letting it be be, and feel like you've done your due diligence because you read the scripture of the day? Well, sis, it's going to cause you to go a little bit deeper. You're going to have to go a little bit further and you're going to have to get a little more intimate with the Lord if you're expecting him to move in your life. There's power in his word. So when we read his word, not only are we equipping ourselves with the authority that he's given us in his word, but now we are hiding it in our hearts so that we won't sin against him. So that in times of trials and tribulations, we can call that thing back up. So now we able to speak the word. So now we not only got the authority in the word because he says he leaves authority in his word in the name of Jesus and in the blood of Jesus. So now we're speaking the word. And then prayer and fasting, ladies. We have to get into the habit of prayer and fasting. I know it's easy to talk to God. I talk to him every day, almost all day. But I'm going to have to push that plate back. I'm going to have to turn the TV off. I'm going to have to be sensitive to what's entering into my ear gates and my eye gates during this time of stillness because I don't want to miss God. I don't want to miss God. So I'm going to be prayer and fasting. And then we also know that the Bible tells us that some things are not broken, but by prayer and fasting. So you got some serious strongholds. You got some demonic entities dealing, messing around and fooling around with you and your family. Get to prayer. 
get in fasting, it works. And then next, physically, ladies, we have to be physically well. Are you exercising? Are you making sure you mentally getting out and physically moving your body? Are you eating healthy? Are you making healthy eating choices? Or have depression and, and just the slump of being in the still and the not knowing have God caused you to just give up on yourself? Ladies, we can't give up on ourselves. We got to exercise. We're going to have to eat healthy, listen and watch only spiritual edifying shows. Stop watching that junk. The reality shows is garbage. If it's not edifying you spiritually, then you need to put it down. Mentally. Let's talk about this, ladies, because mentally you're going to have to prepare. God is preparing you mentally in this still time. Are you having positive self-talk? Let's talk about that for a moment, because we know that our words are formed as a thought first. And a lot of times we find ourselves speaking and being in negative situations, but it's merely because we have the power in our tongue to manifest those things that are not as if they are. Now, whether that be good or bad, it's your choice. He says, we have the choice to speak life or death. So are you speaking life over yourself? Or have you formed a habit unconsciously of speaking negatively to yourself in your thought process? Line your thoughts up. We need to learn to take every thought captive. Take every thought captive. If it does not line up with the word of God, throw it out. But again, ladies, how can you take every thought captive and line it up to the word of God if you don't know the word of God? Know the word of God for yourself. Study to show yourself approved. A workman need not, that need not to be ashamed, rightfully dividing the word of God. Study to show yourself approved. Pour the word into yourself. Mentally, take every thought captive. Ladies, we got to meditate on this word. We got to med on it, meditate on it day and night. We got to read. We got to put it in us. I encourage you, get you some sticky notes, get you some index cards, get the scriptures and the promises from the Bible. If you don't know, go to the concordance in the back of the Bible and start looking up by topics. Look online. We got so much many technical resources available at our fingertips now. Get scriptures pertaining to your situation. Find scriptures, search them out pertaining to the promises that God has put in your life. And read them, post them, put them in your purse, carry them in your car, take them to work, do whatever you got to do, but chew on the word, meditate on it day and night. He is developing us in his stillness. Are you willing to be developed? And then another part of our emotional state and in, in being prepared is being half full versus half empty. I know, I know some of us have just naturally been half empty. Well, sis, can I tell you that life is a whole lot better on the other side when you have full versus half empty? Switch it. If you need to switch it, switch it. Start looking at the positive. Get a benefit of the doubt. The Lord is giving you the benefit of the doubt. So go ahead on and show some grace towards the husband. Go ahead on. Show some grace towards the kids. Treat people the way you would want God to treat you. Extend that same grace. 
And then ladies, emotionally, I want us to know that God is preparing us and we need to just do just that because every single one of us, we're emotional beings. Admit that. Do just that. Admit you are where you are. I am a mess today. Lord, I'm hurt. Lord, this is painful. Lord, this is unfair. Lord, I don't deserve this. Lord, I didn't see this coming. Lord, how do I get back up from here? Be emotionally connected to your emotions so that you can properly deal with them. And dealing with them is casting them back at the Savior's feet. It's not reacting or responding in your emotions, but it's saying, Lord, I feel this and it hurts. Lord, I feel this and it's not fair. So I'm going to need you to help me now. I need you to strengthen me now. I need you to heal me now. Simply let your emotions be what they are. And that is very real. Seek God's godly wisdom. Ladies, seek godly wise counsel. Now, that being another person that you know is not a gossiper, that's not a slanderer, that's not a person that's going to take your business and go put it in the streets, but that is someone that you know serve the Lord, fear the Lord, and know how to get a prayer through on your behalf. So, in our emotional times, yes, we all need someone. God created us for communion, but be mindful and be careful that you're not just talking to anybody. And just because she your sis and you've been knowing her for 20 years don't mean she the one. And just because he's your husband and you're in love with him and he's your priest and your, and your, and your king doesn't mean that maybe he's the one. Seek God first. And then, ladies, if you don't have any person that you can identify that would be a safe place, that would be someone that you would consider godly wise counsel, then seek professional counseling. Seek professional Christian counseling. It's available and it works. And then financially, ladies, we got to prepare in this quiet time financially. Are you being responsible with your finances? Are you making responsible decisions even in this still time? Or are you making emotional decisions? Are you out there spending emotionally because you hurt emotionally? Don't do it. Pay any past debts, ladies. Get that stress off of you. Don't add to the pressure. Don't add to the pain. Adjust your living according to your salary. Yeah, I know. Some things have shifted quickly, but you can adjust quickly. Trust God and be a faithful giver to God. And then, ladies, we want to wait. Don't move until God says to move. Don't go. Don't call. Don't text. Don't talk back. Don't respond. Wait, I say. Wait. While you wait, you allow God to work through you. Ladies, we want God to work through us. We want God to heal us first. He can't use us if we're broken. Allow this still time for the processing 
and the purpose of your healing and restoration to take place first inside of you. God knows what you need and when you need it. And God knows what you'll need for the destination of head. So I believe that he's preparing us in these still places. So be encouraged, ladies. God has not forgotten us. It is again in the quiet times that God is doing his greatest work. God works on us in his quietness. So be still and know that he is God and God alone. Be patient and know that God is still working. You may not feel him, you may not hear him, but know that he said that he has never forsaken the righteous. In Psalms 46 and 10, in the NIV version, it tells us, it says, he says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. Stand still and watch God be God, ladies. We have to remember that he is perfect and he is perfect in all of his ways. He has not forgotten about us, ladies. He's there for us. He's there to encourage us. So now don't go ahead of him. Let him do his work. Let it take its course. Be still and know that God is God. So stand still and allow God to prepare you in this time of his quietness and his stillness and know that even though he's quiet, he's present. So let us pray. May the Lord bless us. May the Holy Ghost fill your home. May your home be found to always have a sweet aroma <clears throat> of prayer in Jesus' name. May our families be held together by the blood of Jesus Christ and may your families be, be reunited and may you remain united in Jesus' name. May your home be a place where the light of Jesus Christ shines and may it be a place that is heavy with the presence of the almighty God that no evil will befall you in Jesus' name. No plague will come near your dwelling in Jesus' name. And may the Lord give his angels charge over you and over your home and over your family. Lord, move and make your presence known within the walls of our homes, Lord God. Repair and mend every broken heart within our families, Lord. Lord, I pray for every family that's listening, for every believer that's listening. Lord, you, Jesus, are the one who sustains us. You, Lord, are the one who preserves us. So, God, you are the one who protects us. And in your hands, there is nothing beyond repair. There is no relationships too damaged. Lord God, we thank you that we know that you can smooth over every rough thing in our lives. You can re resurrect and the love in our homes, and you can bring back joy, you can bring back the unity, and you can bring back harmony in our families, Lord God. So I speak the love of Christ upon each and every household that looks for healing. May there be a sweet spirit of forgiveness for everyone listening. Cleanse our homes, Lord. Paint each and every wall and every room with your precious blood and let no devil or demon have room in this place. 
Lord, no weapon formed against us shall prosper in Jesus Christ's name. We say no to any spirit that causes division in the family. We say no to any spirit that sows seeds of bitterness, discord, and unforgiveness in our families. And instead, we invite the Holy Spirit in. And may the Holy Spirit be the influential authority in our lives and in our homes. In Galatians 5 verses 22 through 23 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And against such, there is no law. So Lord Jesus, I pray that from today, we may begin to see the fruit of the spirit in our lives and within our marriages and in our families. Lord, let there be more love. Let there be more joy. Lord, we declare more peace, more patience, and more kindness in Jesus' name. Lord, we invite the Holy Spirit to regulate the atmosphere in our homes and let the dwelling places be a place of worship, a place that reverence you. Lord, let our homes become an altar where your name is lifted and praised. Let our homes become places where your presence resides. I declare that Jesus Christ is the Lord, is our shield and our defense. And the Bible says in Isaiah 41 verses 10, fear not for I am with you and be not dismayed for I am your God and that you will strengthen us and you will help and uphold you with my righteous right hand. So Lord, we thank you for upholding us with your righteous right hand. Lord, your word, Lord, it killed The Lord, your word, Lord, is what we stand on. Your promises, Lord, are what we stand on. We know that the devil plan is to steal, kill, and destroy. But in the name of Jesus Christ, the devil plans will not succeed. Our trust is in Jesus. We trust in your mighty and all-powerful God. We pray that you would touch our lives, Lord. Pour out your spirit on us. Lord, in Acts chapter 2, verse 17, you say, it shall come to pass in the last days that your young men shall see visions and your old men shall see dream dreams. Lord, you have promised to pour out your spirit on us in these last days. And our cry as believers is to desire to experience your presence. It is to experience the fire of the power of the Holy Spirit. So, Lord, we pray that you don't pass us by with the outpouring of your spirit. Lord, pour your spirit out over our lives. Pour your spirit out in our marriages. Pour your spirit out in our homes. And we wait expectantly on you, Lord. We are anticipating a mighty move of outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon us and all those that belong to us. So, Father, our hearts are open. God, our hearts are willing. Touch our lives. Touch our homes. Touch our hearts. Help us to stand still. Help us to wait patiently. And help us to not move before you. We realize that you don't need our help. And, Lord, you're a great God. You're a loving God. A merciful God. So we thank you for meeting us on today. We thank you for loving us on today. We thank you for re-strengthening us again today. And we thank you for hiding your word inside of us on this day. 
So we bless you, we honor you, and we glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. There's such a sweet aroma, Serena. Um, I'm just sitting in my chair just rocking because of it. Let me just say this one thing and we're going to go. As you were talking about the final phase, God brought to mind for me the process of developing film. How we have to go into the dark room and allow God, right? We process that thing. We submerge it in the water that's been uh, created. It's not a water, it's a solution. But that's what came to mind for me, how we, when we are in this place of waiting in the stillness, we have to go through the process and the process is us going into the dark room, our prayer room, our prayer closets, whatever that thing is. And we stay in that liquid, the oil of God, the anointing of God, the aroma of God, until God begins to develop us. He pulls us out on one side and he says, now nah, the picture is not exactly what I want just yet. Girl, that's what came to mind for me as you were speaking. So he submerges us again. He locks us away behind the, the, you know, the, the heel and he continues to work on us and he continues to develop us in areas, in our character, in our thinking, in, in everything that we're doing. Then he pulls us out again and he says, that's the picture that I'm looking for. Come on. The color is just right. The hue and the saturation is not off. So as you were talking, that's exactly what I began to imagine. So here I am right looking it up. But I thank God for the process. I thank God for the steps that he's given you to now encourage us. For many of us are in our waiting season, whether we choose to believe it or not. But you've come to remind us that we can still stand yes. in the midst of it all. When I don't hear anything, when I don't see anything, when I feel like all hope is gone, God is saying, ah, I just got you tucked away on the backside of the mountain. When they crowned King David, they had to go through all his siblings so here he is out there working on the backside of the mountain, just putting in the hours, doing the work, putting in the hours, doing the work. And I'm, I, he's crowning and trying to fit the crown on everybody but David. And to the very last minute, he's like, there's got to be one more. And here comes Serena from the backside of the mountain. And he tries on the crown. And he was like, there it is. It fits. This is the chosen one. And the father's like, wait, no. That's the one on the backside tending to the sheep. And he says, yes, that's the one I anointed for this purpose and this time and this dispensation. Listen, just because you don't see God moving doesn't mean that he's not doing the work on the backside of the mountain. 
wait your turn and be patient while you're waiting your turn. But let me tell you this. If you see somebody else get promoted while you're waiting, you better celebrate. Come on. You better celebrate. I'm telling you, you better celebrate because if you don't celebrate, you're going to miss your turn That's right. for hating. That's right. So for those who have, that have gone through the wait process and have been promoted, meaning God has turned it around, God has shown you the exit where you can, you know, get out of that circle of life where you're just waiting. God, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to see your promise. God, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this marriage to be restored and reconciled. God, I've been waiting for you to deliver my children. God, I've been waiting for what for, for healing in my body. God, I've been waiting. Whatever it is you're waiting on, and you see somebody else take the exit because they've been promoted, you better celebrate. Because celebrating means I've been moved up a notch in the line, right? I still may be on the wheel. But God, every time somebody gets off, God has just moved me up. And every time somebody else gets on, somebody's behind me and somebody is in front of me. But trust me, my day is coming where I get an opportunity to get off. And God says, I've seen you faithful. I've seen you cheering on other people. I've seen you encouraging. I've seen you inspiring, Serena, right? In the midst of it all, I've seen you do what I've commanded you to do. I've seen you go to school and get your degree in my word. I've seen you teach small cell classes. I've seen you speak life into other women and men. God, I've seen you and I will not forsake what it is you've been doing. I'm getting ready to reward you. I'm getting ready to, to, to take you to the next level. That's what God is saying when we do what he's commanded us to do. So Serena, I bless God for your share on this morning. There were so many tangible nuggets. If you didn't capture them all, I, 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 am, I, I beseech you, sisters, to go back and watch and listen and take your notes because this is going to help you through the process. Many of you are in a process, but we wanna hurry the process. And God has said, it's not so. I can't hurry this. This I can't hurry. I got to teach you some things in your waiting season. This kind don't come out by just prayer. <laughs> we gotta sit. We got to lay, we got to fast, we got to read, and we got to repeat. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> exactly. We got to repeat. Um, so I pray. Yeah, Tracy, Lord, take your time with me. But even in that statement, girl, I need you to understand what it is you're saying. Right? We say things and don't realize the consequences on the backside of them. Lord, take your time with me. Lord, move fast forward. Can you speed it up? Because he's the author and the finisher of time. Lord, can you do it fast forward for me? Can you not let me suffer longer? Can you not let me suffer long? That's the prayer we want to put in the atmosphere. Lord, do it and do it today. I don't know how it's going to be done, but do it today and do it first in me. 
in me, in me. In me, yeah, let it begin in me, right? Let it begin in me. Woo. I love you and I thank God for you. Um, I thank God for you, your life, how you show up. Not with your head hung down, honey, chest up. Look, hair on, brows <laughs> done. Listen, lips made up. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Everybody can't, Jesus. Wait, like Everybody can't wait like that. Come on. Come Listen. on, Lord. Come on. I give it to him. That's Jesus. Everybody can't wait like that. So listen, I thank God for you. And I pray that something that Serena said on this morning moved you into another level. For those of you that are waiting for whatever you're waiting on, let, let it begin and you go through the process. Because if you don't go through the process, you'll have to repeat it. Tomorrow is Thankful Thursday. And I have a sister who I love equally that's coming to share tomorrow and we'll be sharing every Thursday thereafter if it be the Lord's will. Um, so come with an expectation to hear yet another word from God. I'm telling you, God is moving and you don't want to miss how he's moving and how he's shaking. So God, as we leave this place, but never from your presence. never from your presence, God. We ask that you would go with us, that you would be with us, that you would lead us and guide us. And God, that you would take us through the process exponentially. That we don't have to wait so long. That we don't have to endure too much. But God, we know that you are an on-time God. And in you, there is no time. So God, we ask that you would dispatch your angels to go before us, that you would make every crooked path straight. Line it up before we get there, oh God. We expect favor to show up on our behalf today. Favor with those that we are meeting with. Favor that with those that we will encounter in places and spaces that you've assigned for us to be in on today. We love and honor you, Lord Jesus. And we'll give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor in it all. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. Okay. Have a great day, women. Serena, may God redeem the time that you poured out on us this morning. Have an amazing day. Love you all.